Let's pray. Our God and our Father, how we love you and we thank you for this opportunity to come into your presence and to hear from you. I pray, Lord God, that you would give us ears to hear, spirits to receive, and understand what it is that you're saying, what you're calling for. I ask, oh God, for special grace to communicate your message as you have given it to me. I pray that I would be a faithful messenger to those who will hear you. And so now, God, have your way. Glorify yourself. Let the Holy Spirit lead us and guide us through the words of Scripture into your will. And we will be sure to follow it and do it. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, listen, I'm continuing this series of what do you have as we enter into this year and as we begin 2022, God is asking us to reevaluate what it is that we have. Because the truth of the matter is this, God wants to work miracles with the mundane things that we already have. He's already given us some stuff and now he's asking us, what do you have if you want to see this miracle, if you want to see this change, if you want to see this transformation, it's not going to come from the outside. It's going to come from what you already have. So let's pick up the story in Exodus chapter 4. Exodus chapter 4, verses 1 through 5. I'm going to be reading from the New Living Translation version. And let's jump right into the story. Uh, In Exodus chapter 3, God comes to Moses and says, I want you to deliver my people out of their slavery in Egypt. And instead of being excited, Moses argues and pushes back. And the argument continues all the way into chapter 4, verse 1. Because the Bible says this in verse 1, Moses says, Moses protested again. What if they won't believe me or listen to me? What if they say the Lord never appeared to you? Then the Lord asked him, what's that in your hand? A shepherd's staff, Moses replied. Throw it down on the ground, the Lord told him. So Moses threw down the staff and it turned into a snake. Not what I would like to do. And Moses even jumped back in fear. Verse 4, the Lord told him, reach out and grab its tail. So Moses reached out and grabbed it, and it turned back into a shepherd's staff in his hand. Perform this sign, the Lord told him. Then they will believe that the Lord, the God of their ancestors, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, really has appeared to you. Go back and look at that that question the Lord asks in verse 2. He says, what do you have in your hand? And that's what I want to talk about. What do you have in your hand? Listen, uh, Moses was was so against this idea of God doing. He wanted the miracle. He just didn't want to have to participate and to work in and to be a part of what it was that God wanted to do. And so as he was objecting, uh, he was so worried about what might happen. He didn't hear what God told him would happen. God already promised him that he would deliver his people. But he was so caught up in what it was going to take, what it was going to cost him personally, he was objecting to that. And so in the midst of his objections, God never answers his objections. He simply asks him, what's that in your hand? I know you think you're not qualified to see this miracle come to pass. I know you think you're not qualified to see these results, but what's that in your hand? A better translation of the Hebrew there would be, what is that thing that you're holding in your hand? Now, this question, because God never asks us questions to try to get information. He already knows everything. It's obvious that when God asks the question, he's trying to draw Moses's attention to something. Because listen, he wanted Moses just like he wants us. He wants who we are made available to him to yield miraculous results. 
We may not think that we can do it. We may not understand how it can be done. God simply wants us to take what we already have and who we already are and make it available to him. Well, how do you see that, Pastor? Well, let me show it to you. Now, when God asks, what's that thing in your hand? He was referring to the rod or the shepherd's staff. It was probably the a, a very familiar, uh, uh, un, unimpressive shepherd's crook that shepherds have been using since the dawn of time. It was a sturdy stick made of, a, a, of wood about four or five feet in length. And they would use, shepherds would use it for many different things. It was a multi-purpose tool of its time. They would obviously use it as a walking stick as they walked over and through rough terrain to support themselves and to lean on. They also would use it to guide the flock, nudging the sheep when they started to go in wrong directions or with the crook that was on the end of it, they could catch using lambs around the, the neck or the legs and to lift them out of things or to keep them from getting in things. But then they also could use it as a weapon of defense the, from predators, from snakes, from different things that would happen along the trail. They would use the rod or that staff to defend themselves. So when God asks Moses, what's that in your hand? He wanted him to see the thing that represented his calling as a shepherd. But not only was it a representation of his calling as a shepherd, but it was also a personal statement. Because uh, the shepherds, once they became shepherds, even if they started at a young age, they, they would take particular care to choose the stick and to prepare the stick. It had to be exactly suited to the individual size and strength. It had to be made to fit into the hand. They, they would spend hours fashioning it and, 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 and sanding it down and personalizing it. Sometimes they would put notches in it to record every one of their victories over a predator or over something that happened. They would spend hours practicing with it, being able to throw it and use it until it became almost an extension of their own arm. So the, the rod was, uh, uh, was actually a story or a representation of Moses' history, of his journey, of his story, of his past, of all the things that God had been teaching him and adding to his life from the time that he had become a shepherd. It was, it was uh, it, just looking at that stick would remind Moses of who he was, who he had become, and now what he could do, confidence in what he had learned to do with this stick. It was his story. It was an extension of him. It was a, it was a look into who he was. But not only that, the, the, the staff, that rod, uh, represented Moses' skill. It was the skill that he had obtained be, being a leader, looking out for others, the skill that he had as a shepherd that he and his ancestors had enjoyed as shepherds. And it were, it, when, when God says, what's that in your hand? He wants Moses to see, what have I called you to? What have I gifted you with? What have I prepared you with? What have I been putting into your life? What skill sets do you now have? You're telling me what you can't do. And I'm telling you, you've been having on-the-job training for the exact thing that I'm pushing you and telling you to do. I don't know who this is for, but listen, God's miracle, the transformation that you want to see, it's not going to come from the outside. God's going to ask you, what do you already have? What have I already put into your life, in your story, in your journey, in your skill set, in your experience, in the things that I've called you to do that it, that's represented already in your life? You don't have to look at getting TED Talks from the outside. There's some stuff I've already given you right there.
Listen, his, his rod represented his journey. It represented his skill. It represented his calling. It, it represented the things that were already in his care, already in his control, his abilities, his, his influence, money, talent, stress. L listen, all those things that has, God has already allowed in our lives, he's, it's already there. He doesn't need to do an external miracle. He wants to take what we already have. And he asks us to evaluate and reevaluate not only what we have, but then imagine this. Moses is trying to tell God what can't be done. And God asked this ridiculous question of what's in your hand. And can you imagine what was going through Moses's mind at that moment? I mean, after all, it's just a glorified stick. How is this going to bring about an impact in the court and in the kingdom? of the, the superpower of its time in Egypt. But God says to him, after he asks him, what's that in your hand? He says in verse three, now I want you to throw it down. Uh, I want you to throw it down. And, and immediately as he threw it down, it turned into a snake. But notice that God's instruction to throw it down is this idea that I want you to take what you already have and I want you to make it available to my use. You think it's just a stick. But see what I will do when you make it available to me by throwing it down on the ground. When God asks Moses to throw it on the ground, he's saying, I want you to take the, the new evaluation of who you are and what I've done in your life. And I want you to make it available to me. See, the, the miracle comes not externally, but when we evaluate what God has already given us and then make ourselves available to God. But then God says in verse four, I want you to pick it back up again. After it had become a snake, he tells him to pick it up by its tail. Not something that I would do, but notice in order to do something so dangerous, Moses would have to choose to trust God and still obey him even through his fear. See, God, God wants to not only ask us, what's that that you already have, but I want you to make it available to me by allowing me to, 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 to do what I can do. I want you to trust me. I want you to obey me. I want you to follow through with the things that I'm going to say. Uh, because if you, whatever we withhold from God, it reveals how much we really trust God. So God says to Moses, I want you to throw it down. I want you to make it available. But then I want you to pick it up again. I want you to choose to trust me and obey me despite your fears. Because if you can overcome fear in making these things available to me, then I can do the things on the miraculous side that you cannot do. Because listen, who we are made available to God yields miraculous results. Because ultimately what God is after is not so much the miracle for us. But notice this, that Moses' humble shepherd staff now becomes a symbol of the authority of God in his hand. God wanted to use Moses and empower him with God's divine authority to now go and stand in front of, of Pharaoh and declare, let my people go. That's, that staff was now a symbol of God's authority. It wasn't a magic wand, but it was a symbol that, I'm, that I am on a mission for God. And God is going to do what ultimately the powers and the money and the military and the might of Egypt cannot keep God from doing.
It's, it's going to be revealed later in the story that it was the same staff that God would use through Moses to part the Red Sea, to bring about all of these miracles and these wonders and the, the ten plagues that would happen. It was all done through the symbol of authority that Moses would now hold in his hand as his staff. Because see, ultimately what God is after is God wants to free some other people. God wants to deliver and liberate and bring into freedom and into a just society some other people who will be able to get to that point of freedom because you and I made what we have in our hand available to God to the point that we trusted him and obeyed him even through our fears. So I'm going to ask the same question. What, what's that thing that you have in your hand? What's that thing you have in your life? Because listen, we all have something in our hands, but it's only as we release what's in our hands that God will release what's in his hand. That's what Dr. Plez Lovelady says from Beulah Heights Bible College. See, God is in, into this thing where he, he can take poor resources when we uh, apply them through faith and do miraculous and glorious things through them. God always is after choosing the weak things of the world to confound the wise. He's, he's always after showing his power through the things that seem the weakest to the world. So yeah, you may not uh, have a super uh, 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 valuation or a super uh, mindset of what it is that God has already given you, but God isn't asking you to do it by yourself. He's simply asking, make what you have available to me through faith. Trust me, obey me. And watch this, our story is enough to bring God glory. God wants to use us and what the little bit that we have to provide and yield miraculous results. So whatever the transformation is, whatever the miracle is, whatever the, the great things that God is calling you to, it starts with what do you have in your hand? What do you and I already have that God has already given us? Our story, our journey, our experience, our skill set, that the, the way that God has been molding us and shaping us, that the things that He's we felt an inner desire and a, and a dream and a vision for, all of those things God has already put in us. Now we just have to make them available to Him and then choose to trust and obey Him because our story will bring God glory. Can I pray for us? Father, we thank you now. We glorify you. We, we have undersold ourselves and we have under-evaluated the journey that you've had us on. But it's those things. It's that past. It's those, those things that we have overlooked, the things that we just considered normal that you're actually using to bring about the transformation and the liberation and the deliverance and the salvation of others. And so, Lord, we choose today to make them available to you. We don't think they can be much, but we trust you. They don't look like much to us, but we will obey you despite our fears, despite the obstacles, and we will push through to see you do what nobody else can do. And so, Lord, we, we trust that who we are as we make it available to you is enough for you to do big things, miraculous things, transformational things, deliverance things. And so we trust you. And we praise you and glorify you in advance for who's going to walk in freedom and deliverance because of our story. In Jesus' name, amen. What's that?